Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. From Sports Illustrated, I'm Albert Breer, and this is MMQB News. Each and every weekday afternoon, we'll bring you the biggest news and most important stories from across the NFL. Here's what you need to know for Tuesday, November the 19th. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dolphins have cut running back Mark Walton following his Tuesday morning arrest for aggravated battery of a pregnant woman. Walton is accused of pushing the woman, five weeks pregnant, into a wall and punching her several times in her face and head. Walton is said to be the father of the child. Walton is currently serving a four-game suspension for violating the NFL's substance abuse policy. The suspension stemmed from three off-season arrests for Walton, leading to him being waived by the Bengals. He will likely face additional NFL discipline. Walton received six months of non-reporting probation for off-season arrests as part of an August plea deal. He was charged with concealing a weapon, resisting arrest, reckless driving, and two drug charges and a battery charge. The probation was later vacated after Walton met all conditions. With the departure of Kenyon Drake, Walton was set to become Miami's top running back. He still leads the team in rushing with 201 yards on 53 carries, as well as 15 catches for 89 yards. Miami General Manager Chris Greer said in a statement, We were made aware of a police matter earlier this morning regarding Mark Walton. We hold our players to a high standard and take these matters very seriously. We'll have no further comment this time. In a Tuesday interview with ESPN, former Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski said he will not return in 2019. Gronk made the comments as he unveiled business plans to host a Super Bowl party in South Florida, his big announcement being the Gronk Beach party rollout. Word of a big announcement sparked plenty of speculation from Patriots fans, but Gronk continues to capitalize on speculation about his playing future. True to form, Gronk was evasive when asked about a return beyond 2019, saying he might take a year or two off before coming back. Gronk would need to return by November 30th to be eligible to play this season. Gronk said, I wouldn't say I'm never coming back. I'm 30 years old. I'm young. I still stay fit. I still watch the game whenever I can. I still enjoy it. I'm feeling good, but you know, one year off could possibly be the case or maybe two years off. It's always an option in the back of my head. It's not like I'm not staying in shape and not doing anything. I've never been stressed over it. Bears head coach Matt Nagy said he has no plans to turn over his play calling duties to someone else despite Chicago's struggles on offense. Bears offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich is in his first stint as an NFL coach, and Nagy only began calling plays last season in his first year as head coach of the Bears. Nagy was the quarterback's coach and later offensive coordinator in Kansas City under Andy Reid, but only served as play caller for the final six games of the 2017 season. Though quarterback Mitch Trubisky has struggled this season, Nagy's offense has come under fire for failing to take advantage of his quarterback's legs 
odd passing concepts, and a lack of rushing attempts early in the season. Since week eight, the Bears have averaged 14.3 points per game, 261.3 total yards, 166.5 passing yards, and a 28.3 conversion rate on third down. Nagy said, I have zero ego and I have zero care of giving play calling duties to someone else. I really do not care about that. And if that's what we feel like from going through it, that's what we need to do, then I would do that. I really would. Panthers owner David Tepper said the team will make no decision on Cam Newton's future until he is fully healthy. Newton landed on season endings injured reserve two weeks ago with a Liz Frank injury to his left foot. He has not played since week two and no decision has been made about whether or not Newton will undergo surgery. Newton's season ended prematurely last season as well. He missed the last two games with a shoulder injury before undergoing surgery during the offseason. Newton, a former MVP, is owed $18.6 million plus a $2 million option bonus in 2020. The Panthers can save $19 million on their salary cap if he is cut or traded. Kyle Allen has gone 5-3 as the starter in Newton's absence. He has a 61.6 completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and an 80.2 rating in those 8 starts. The Philadelphia Eagles have offered Lincoln Financial Field as the site for two high school teams to finish a game interrupted by a shooting. The shooting occurred at a playoff game between Pleasantville and Camden in Pleasantville near Atlantic City on Friday night. Three people were injured and play was suspended with about 17 minutes remaining. Five people have been arrested in connection with the shooting. The teams will finish the game on Wednesday night at the link. The game is closed to the public, but parents and family members of both teams will be provided with free passes. Larry White, the NJSIAA Executive Director, said, It's extremely unfortunate that a senselessly violent act has impacted this game, and there will certainly be a wide range of emotions along both sidelines. However, thanks to the Eagles' generosity and community spirit, Pleasantville and Camden student-athletes and their families will have an opportunity to write their own ending to this game. They'll compete on a world-class stage, sending a clear message that violence will not win. And finally, unsigned wide receiver Antonio Brown took to Instagram Tuesday to issue an apology to Patriots owner Robert Kraft. The Patriots released Brown on September 20th, 11 days after signing him. Brown appeared in New England's Week 2 game against the Dolphins. Two days after his release, Brown, accused of sexual assault, compared his situation to Kraft's charge of solicitation for allegedly receiving a sex act at a massage parlor in a tweet. That tweet, which has since been deleted, read, Kraft got caught in the parlor, AB speculation fired different strokes for different folks, clearly. Brown also took shots at Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger suspended for four games in 2010 for a sexual assault accusation of his own. Brown did not apologize to Roethlisberger. The apology comes five days after his eight-hour hearing with the NFL over the sexual assault allegations. Follow-ups could occur before a final decision is made. Brown via Instagram said, Mr. Kraft, I apologize sincerely to you and your organization. All I wanted was to be an asset to the organization. Sorry for the bad media and drama. Thank you. Sincerely, AB. That's the MMQB news for today. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts each and every weekday afternoon. For more NFL analysis, check out the MMQB NFL podcast and the MMQB on the web at si.com slash NFL.